FMX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, the last one of the year. We'll look back at Salt Lake City, discuss how we did there, discuss how we did in our Experts League, and all sorts of things, as well as... We have Jordan Brooks calling in. He is the winner of the Championship League, and he gets the 2022 Yamaha YZ450F for that by three points. He had a big lead, and we'll get into that and more with Jordan and how much he was sweating it. Uh, But, yeah, thanks, everybody, for for listening to the podcast. Thanks for playing all year long. we got the motocross season coming up, and another two motorcycles to give away after that is over. Uh, Thank you to Fly Racing, Motorsport, 100% Pro Taper, all on board with us. uh, ProTaper.com, of course. Rockstar Husky just picked up McElrath for the fill-in ride. He uses a Pro Taper and Star Yamaha winning the championship with Christian Craig using Pro Taper. Uh, sprockets and bars and uh, the ACF bar, of course, is a big hit for those guys. So please check it out, ProTaper.com, as well as Motorsport.com, OEM on aftermarket parts. Go to the banner on PulpMX.com or PulpMXShow.com to uh, go right to Motorsport and help us out um, with that as well. So thanks to Motorsport.com. Great return policy, free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. And whether it's Get or Athena, whether it's 100%, whether it's ProTaper, Motorsport.com will have you uh, dialed in for that. Uh, all right, let's get into the uh, experts here on the line, talking about Salt Lake City and all of that. Uh, first up, uh, from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? I'm good. I'm good. Just... Uh paying my one guy I lost the bets to I was able to uh, win the other four or five and and put me a little bit in the green so uh, I'm happy very happy also on the line he is the uh, admin for the uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy uh, League and uh, many many other things behind the scenes helping us out and he is like me upset at Pulp Mix Fantasy Travis Marks hi yeah hi yeah (laughs) That's all I got. That's as as excited as I can be about Pulp Mix Fantasy right now. Yep. And also on the line is Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? I am great. I didn't do well either, but you know what? I have learned to not let it affect me so much, and uh, I am happy for Jordan. I think we ran a pretty good uh, league game this year, so I hope everyone had a lot of fun, even though I'm sure it was a ton of frustration as well. We do need to crack into one of these – podcast paul or maybe the next time you're up on the pulp mx show as a as a co-host like kind of what's happened to you in fantasy why well you won some bikes right or at least one you've won one bike a, a bike yeah, yeah that was in the that was that was years ago yeah. when there was yeah. probably 600 people playing <laughs> but 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 you know generally speaking you were very very good at this game and you're still it's not like you're terrible now but you know something has happened to your skill level the last couple of years in pulp mx fantasy so yeah i don't know uh, you probably know. so would you like me to improve and would you like to bet me who scores more points in outdoors like give me some put, put oh some so you, in the game no 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 I, I no i'm just like i look at yourself as a superior fantasy player generally speaking right and so oh, wow wow i yeah, appreciate that yeah with you and dan you won motorcycles you guys play it you're you're avid players so that's all we'll get into it maybe another time here but yeah no i i think uh he has struggled a bit i mean i had i won back in the day too I, I would say maybe it was easier back then with less players i still took it just as serious but um i mean paul you haven't won money in idiots in like years <laughs> 
Well, thanks for pointing that out, Dan. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, a, what a guy. <laughs> all right. So, oh, by the way, too, Jordan Brooks wins the bike, uh, and uh, by three points, the person who got second, a woman, uh, I don't have her name in front of me, damn it. Um, oh, eight, seven, six. She won idiots, Dan. She did. Yeah. And, eight, ne- yeah. Never, never finished in the top ten one week in idiots. Never got weekly money. Never got money from the Triple Crown. Won the overall and got $10,000. Right. So, the, you know, the number one guy gets a YZ450F, but hey, number two, she brings home ten grand. So, yeah, great work. Um, women are women are built for success in our game. You know, they're they're kind of slow starters, diesel engines. Takes them a while to get going, but they hang in there. Us men, we're all just up and down. Maybe for that. Maybe more know. thoughtful. Maybe more thoughtful about things, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just feel like keeper could steer this into an after dark question really quickly, but yeah, I feel like they're very well suited for overall success. Um, I don't even like. I don't even want to do this podcast. But I, I, when I think about this, like, I had to, after the race, shut it down and just not even, like, it's unbelievable, this game. Uh, so, Salt Lake City. Steve, will you, will you invent, like, little things that you can be the winner of outdoors as well? Is that your plan? Oh, monthly champions, you mean? Just, yeah, whatever kind of weird thing you come up with that you could... Yeah, you well, say, oh, I'm the winner of this type thing. I didn't win April, so I might just move on and forget all that ever happened because I won February and March. So. <laughs> um, so the Mulligan out of the experts group, the Mulligan uh, scored the most points this week, 242. So, uh, yeah, the Mulligan. Good job, Mulligan. Uh, JT, 223. Paul, 184. Roto, 184. Me, 169. Dan, 167. And Mark's, 158. I had eight in the main. And I still had 169 for reasons we will get into. Um, and then, yeah, I had eight too, and it got 158. Like, yeah, bullshit. Right, bullshit. Uh, so, and the gentleman named Jason Thomas is not on the line right now to join us, but that son of a bitch jumped from number three overall to the top spot for the Supercross More season. Bullshit. Complete bullshit. Absolute bullshit. I want to f- file a petition, a protest, an amendum, something. Because it's, it's yeah, it's unbelievable. He, he jumped from third to first. Marks and I had eight in the main. Marks and I had a very similar team. Marks, where are you marking my team to, to, balance, to hold I, off your lead? I, I absolutely was. Okay, all right. I was marking yours and JT's, and when I realized uh, towards the end of the main when I had my three guys in 22nd, 21st, and 20th, and that JT was going to leapfrog me, I was livid. You honestly should have like, shut the sh- server livid. off. You should have sh- shut the I server off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. JT going without Lopes and without Benny was, was pretty pretty ballsy in my opinion. That's bullshit is what it was. Lopes' bike broke, you know? Like, you can't predict that. He was he was obviously really good. So JT goes 4.43 to Marks' 4.30, 13-point uh, win, and I had 4.27. And, yeah, bullshit. I know I've said that 18 bullshit. times. I don't care. I'll just keep bullshit. doing it. Um, so bummed. I brought up the Thrasher thing last time. I'm like, he's really good at shootouts, remember? And everyone's like, he can only win in Atlanta. And I'm like, ah, I mean, okay, I guess he can only win in Atlanta. Let's not pick him. 
Like, like, what would have been the odds? If you're an odds maker, what would have been the odds on Thrasher? I mean, it would have been like probably it. 10 to 1, but I'm just saying, like, he's good when they're all there for some reason. I don't know. He shows up. I think they would have been higher still. Yeah, like, like long I mean, he, got fit, he got fifth at the last shootout, I think. I mean, he's just he does good when yeah. they show up. Uh, 41% of people had eight in the main, which is, you know, not that high. I was one of those 41%, so things were looking good. Uh, high score, 295. FFL, uh, 22% of people picked one. Uh, it was Hunter Lawrence. 35% of people got it right. 450s, 23% of people picked one. And 5% got it right. 0.5% got it right, which was Justin Bogle. And we had a motorsport.com whole shot challenge that had correct, had Hunter Lawrence and Justin Bogle. So, yeah. Um, two people. Two people got both of them on the whole shot challenge. Unbelievable. Like, how do you pick uh, Bogle as... I don't know. The fact that people still pick Bowl for FFL and got it right is 14 people. He literally like had the worst race of his life in Denver. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, think he's gonna, gonna, I think he's going to go he's FFL. He's good at starts. He's good at starts. So. He, he is good, good at starts, yeah. I mean, that's a long shot. But if you're swinging, I guess that's, that's kind of what you got to do. So Nate Thrasher, 52 points with the win. I mean, nobody had Bogle FFL, though, right? No. 14. Okay. 14. Wow, 14 people. Uh, Thrasher, 52 points. Mitchell Harrison, 38. Chase Owen, 36. Jordan Smith, 36. I looked at Jordan Smith. He crashed six times in practice or something. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not picking that. But, yeah, 36 points. Derek Drake, 36. Blose, 34. Uh, Thurry, 34. I had uh, Dominique Thurry, 34 points. I had Carson Brown, 34 points. Michael Moseman was my all-star. I had to go to the LCQ. And then I uh, didn't have a great main event. 21 for that. And my last pick was Enzo Lopes. Qualified fastest in one practice and, uh, you know, looked pretty good. Felt good all day. 48% pick trend for Enzo Lopes. Six fantasy points. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, pick trends. Enzo, 48%. Almost double the highest pick trend uh, from everybody else. Uh, he was a handicap five. Forkner was next, 26%. Then Hunter Lawrence, 26 Then Oldenburg, who had a good, good qualifying, 25 Lawrence and Oldenburg were all-stars. Then Jordan Smith, 23 Derek Kelly, 23 uh, Derek Kelly, 23% pick trend, DNQ, ouch, that hurts. Uh, Marks, who did you have? Um, here, let me let me look. I'm sorry. All right, okay, Dan, who did you, Dan, who did you have? I got, uh, I had Jordan Smith. Oh, uh, I okay. talked with Marty, yeah. not that it means anything, but uh, he said he would be top 10. He said he had had a rough day, but he said he still believed he'd be top 10. So he was right around there, 11th, uh, so it wasn't bad. I passed on Thrasher for the reasons that we brought up on the pod last week, and I was just like, yeah, kind of like uh, our winner said, I thought a few guys would be better than him. Um, so, yeah, I went with Carson Brown at a nine. Carson had value and um, got 34 points. So I'm okay with that. Could you not pick Oldenburg? Why did you not pick Oldenburg as your all-star? I don't think I could. Okay. That would be the only reason why I could see you not picking Oldenburg. I mean, he qualified first, and he was a seven handicap. So, yeah, I went with Oldenburg, and he crashed, like, five times in the main event. Got 17 points, and then I went with Enzo Lopes, who was a six. I thought he would be top ten. Oh, no, Oldenburg rode 450s in Denver, so I could pick him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, moving on. Just didn't even want to look at him, huh? No. Why would you think I need to pick Oldenburg, though? Like, what would make, what would make you think I wanted Oldenburg? Why? I mean, he's a seven handicap, and he qualified first. Okay. I don't know. Well. Usually the math adds up pretty good. But anyway, that was my team. I never really looked at uh, – I looked at Drake a little bit, and, mm-hmm. and 
and Harrison and a few of these guys a little bit, but I really wanted eight guys in the main. I had a lot of bets on the line. So I thought with my group I was going to get them all in, which I did. I had no guys in the LCQ. Um, unfortunately, Enzo's bike broke, and, and we'll get into the 450 team. So, And I had FFL wrong. Uh, I switched from Hunter to Christian Craig last minute. Um, yeah, that was dumb. All right, Marks? So, yeah, 250 I had. I had Lopes. Um, obviously, a lot of people did. Moseman was my all-star. I don't – I just didn't really like any of the all-stars. You know, I probably should have gone to Oldenburg looking back on it, but I feel like he has a tendency, and I guess no more tendency than Moseman to, to have something go wrong. So, I mean, there, the logic is kind of flawed there. Um, Thurry, Thurry was on my team all day. I 12, I figured he'd be in, so I'd at least get double, and his ceiling was probably a little higher. And then Forkner, I, I just had hoped that Forkner would do a little better. I seemed to get on the off weeks of Forkner where – you know, he's a negative handicap, and he ends up getting like seventh or eighth, and then when I couldn't pick him, he goes out and wins. So uh, that's that's pretty much how that went. Paul? Uh, yeah, so my all-star was Oldenburg. Um, I thought that was a pretty pretty easy one uh, at a seven. So he got 26. That was great, right? Did he not get 26? What happened? No, Oldenburg? No, Oldenburg, 17. Yeah. 17. Oh my! I'm reading that now. Yeah, why did he not get 26? Because <laughs> he, he didn't 95 times. Yeah, he, he got he got 13th. He didn't. I, I mean, I thought it was automatic. Oh, so my logic, my logic was perfect. Thank you. Yeah, it really was, Marks. Yeah, I, I didn't even know he didn't max out. I just assumed he was. That was like <laughs> sure as a sunset to me. <laughs> Paul, uh, anyway, 26 points when he picked him. He was like, "Yep, it's 26 here." <laughs> Paul, yeah, Paul's having another one of those. Cake. Paul's having another one of those podcasts where he was rattled. <laughs> no. Um, also on my team was Dominic Thury. Uh, he qualified pretty damn good. I thought his heat race lineup um, indicated that he would go straight in. Um, and he did, which was cool. Um, I also had Carson Brown. It didn't look as nice for him in the heat race, but when I looked at his lap time compared to the East guy's lap times and who he would be racing in the LCQ, even if he finished where he lined up for the heat race, which I want to say was 11th, um, I just thought he would crush the LCQ. Like He'd be racing against guys like Munoz and Yoder and Max Miller like from the East side, right? So I just thought he would go through through the LCQ if he didn't make it from the heat, and making it from the heat was really cool. Um, so 34 out of both of those guys. And then Derek Drake was my last guy. Um, I was on him from last Wednesday. I thought, yeah, he just, uh, he's pretty solid and he's a good starter and he got the fake hole shot in, in practice I saw. So that was another indicator where I was like, oh, I'm going to take him. I think he'll, he'll go straight through, through the heat. And I don't recall if he got through the heat or not, but he did put up 36 points and was the best guy on my team. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get into some random winners here as well. Um, you don't even have to do that well. Like Jordan, to win a bike, to win something, we have $25 motorsport.com gift card as well as an R jerky prize package for championship uh, league players. And uh, grab sack 122. Congratulations, $25 motorsport.com gift card coming your way. And uh, Bob27, B0B27, you win a R jerky prize pack as well, so we'll be in touch with that. Thank you for playing. Thank you to Fly Racing. Of course, Justin Brayton, wrapping up a career in Salt Lake City with Fly Racing. He had the Zone Pro goggle on. He had the Formula helmet. He had the new uh, limited stuff as well. Uh, so please check out flyracing.com. You can get it from motorsport.com or your local dealer. And thank you to Fly Racing for coming on this podcast as well. The 100% lead pipe locks. Uh, thanks to Dirty Al for keeping track of these all year long. 100% pulp22 is the code to save at 100%.com. All the champions from last year uh, use 100%. Uh, 
content. And uh, so that was a really big deal for those guys to do that. They have a lot of products to offer and casual wear and accessories. That is where the code works. Pulp 22 is the code to save with 100%. We do the lead pipe locks all year long. And I won this week. Yeah, I had Thrasher. I had Thrasher, but uh, not in the game that really counts. Uh, I had Thrasher and Bloss for 62. Roto had Lopes and Bogle for 42. Dan, you had a terrible team. You had Mumford. I guess Dirty Al didn't reach out to you, or maybe you didn't. I don't know. But, uh, no, he didn't reach out, but I thought we weren't allowed to change anymore or something like that either. So. When riders don't line up, I think you can for the night show. Uh, Mumford <laughs> really got to figure that out. Mumford hurt himself on press can we, day, yeah. right? Can we dump this thing for outdoors? This no. Is a disaster. It's, no, wait, man. I got a trophy on my desk. Yeah, you're not playing, so you have no say. Uh, Mumford, okay. zero. Got it. And you had Cade as well, Dan. So that's a terrible team for you. But, Dan, 41-point victory on the season Perfect. over Roto. Congratulations. I'll, I'll, 1,100. I'm going to line these trophies up right next to my fantasy trophies. Yeah, yeah. Put them all up there. Absolutely. Um, all right. Hey, before we let's, – let's, let's, uh, let's save the suspense of the 450 team and my ranting – about a Justin Bogle. Uh, we'll save that for the end here of the podcast and talk to uh, Jordan Brooks, the winner of the Championship League and the uh, YZ450. So here's a conversation with all of us and the guy who actually won something this year, won a motorcycle. All right, so uh, have a listen, everybody. We'll be right back after this. All right, everybody, on the uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy Pod, as promised, we have the winner of the 2022 Yamaha YZ450F for the Championship League for Supercross. It is Jordan Brooks. Jordan, congratulations, man. Thanks for playing the game, and, and congratulations on the new Blue Crew, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. You know, appreciate the opportunity, Steve, putting this whole thing together. Such a, such a cool thing that you do here with this, uh, this fantasy group, and just, uh, just proud to be on top, man. It was a grind all season, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and so, Marks, you're on the line, too, for this, and uh, – you were telling us go, during the day, Travis, you were monitoring uh, Jordan's team, and uh, it, it, it almost, he almost lost the Blue Crew on the final round. Dude, I was, I was watching it, and I was, I was like, oh, no, because he had a pretty good lead, like a 49-point lead going into it. Um, over third place, I think it was, um, who ended up getting close. And, yeah, Shorty Brooks, Jordan, he had his worst event of the season at Salt Lake, which is not where you want to have your your worst race. So it was, dude, I, I don't know how he managed the stress, but I would have been butt-parkering so hard. Jordan, were you panicking? Oh, guys, it was it was gnarly. I mean, to, to, to say I was panicking is probably an understatement. You know, we uh, we started off so, so good. I felt so great about my team going into the main, and, and uh, they had such great heat races. I'm like, man, this is, I'm going to lock this in. This shouldn't be a problem. And um, and even watching the 450 main, I knew going into that that all we needed was Benny Bloss to get 17th place, and it didn't matter what Bogle did. And uh, Benny Bloss, I think, was running like 12th up until five minutes left or something like that. So feeling pretty good there. I'm like, there's no way he's gonna gonna drop. And uh, I don't to this day, I still don't even know what happened to him. But I'm watching that leaderboard, and he goes. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, O-U-T. I look at my wife, I'm like, what the hell, O-U-T? And uh, there he is, sitting 20th. And I just dropped to the floor, and, she, and she's just like, no way, you just lost, you know, because we thought we lost. And, uh, yeah, it took us a while to celebrate, guys. I mean, I was hitting refresh a bunch of times, making sure the points weren't, you know, 
it didn't go in the other the other way, but yeah, we squeaked by with with a three point win there. Yeah, Enzo, uh, you had Enzo. His bike broke six points. Kay Clayson's bike broke ten points. Benny crashes out ten points. The 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 girl behind you had Bogle and Thrasher. Bogle was on his good week, and and we we're gonna get into that more uh, because Marks and I are absolutely bitter at Justin Bogle right now, even though he's a great guy, and he had Nate Thrasher for fifty two. So, or she had made, made, sorry, she had Nate Thrasher for 52. Like, yeah, this thing almost swung, Jordan. It was tough. So, so I was going back and forth between Nate Thrasher and Austin Forkner there. And I honestly, I couldn't put it in my head that Thrasher would do better than like seventh place. I'm like, he's going to be a seventh place guy today. And for him to go out and win, I mean, kudos to him. He, he definitely proven himself multiple, multiple times. But for some reason, I just couldn't talk myself in to him getting uh, a seventh place or better, but I could talk myself into Forkner winning that race. And he showed up terrible in the main. So it's like, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. What, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to ask Jordan, Jordan, are you, are you pretty analytical about your picks? Because it sounds like to me, like you're looking at Thrasher and I kind of what I do and I'm looking at his average results over the year and I'm just like, yeah, it's not a great pick. Like, how do you, how do you pick that based off the numbers? But sometimes that bites us. So I'm just wondering if, if you're pretty analytical about how you make your picks or if it's just kind of a gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely analytical, um, build spreadsheets to take a look at numbers and play out different scenarios and everything like that. And, but a lot of it comes down to, you know, I built a process at the beginning of this year and I've, I've been trusting it since day one. And, and kind of what it looked like for me, guys, was started off with listening to Roto, paying attention to qualifying, and then really just dialing in those heat races and looking at each individual heat race to see where my guys are going to line up because there's a lot of guys that may not qualify well, but they're, they're going to do really well in a heat race, and it could easily knock somebody, you know, a AJ Canton Zero, you know, or somebody like that that, that – right out of that main event so um yeah definitely a, a pretty analytical approach and when it came to you know specific question around Nate Thrasher it, I just I couldn't I couldn't jump on the bandwagon and you know I could I, I could see him getting an eighth to 12 versus versus winning and um and there he goes out and wins and so yeah it, it, it's tough man it's it's tough to 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 take that analytical approach and then also kind of just put that gut feeling into it on how you're feeling about the riders that day and how they're riding the whoops or whatever. Uh, so you do so, look at so Roto's. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, Jordan, uh, in your, in your response there, you led me to a question that I wanted to ask. Um, your average over the entire series was 255, which I think if a player listening to this podcast, hears that, I think they would be kind of shocked at that. And you didn't have a single finish inside the top 350. So when you say you developed a method and you stuck to it and you were disciplined, was that method um, had anything to do with trying to achieve like a, you know, just shooting for 250 points a weekend? Or because I think a lot of us get get so blinded every every weekend trying to get 52s or get this huge score. Um, but you started the season pretty strong. You were 425th after Anaheim won, and I think that makes it a lot easier to stay stick to your system. But, yeah, I could, congrats mm-hmm. to, on being so disciplined on whatever you're doing because that, I think, is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree. I, I never went into a week trying to be a superstar that week and kind of consider myself like that dungy guy where it's just consistency. I just wanted to, to be consistent, and, and my number one goal – 
with this was just to make sure I had all my guys in the main event. So that's why, yeah. you know, after qualifying, I, I would pay a lot of attention to those, those heat races because I would be able to get a good feeling for, you know, a higher handicap guy if he's going to qualify right out of that heat race, like a Josh Cartwright, for example. You know, I, I paid a lot of attention to him and um, someone who's great at starts that can get up front in a heat race and, you know, have a plus 13 and put it right in the main, right out of a heat race. I was so focused on that um, that I didn't get overly obsessed with trying to, you know, hit it out of the park with, you know, multiple 52s or, or, or try to get too cute is the way I would yeah. Yeah. describe it. Eight is great. Eight is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I looked at your scores, too, um, over the year. It, you looked like you were pretty random with FFLs. Uh, most weeks, no FFL. Sometimes one with Craig a few weeks ago. Sometimes two. Uh, any any strategy on that, Jordan, or is it just something you you had to feel for? Yeah. So I'll talk about those because I losing those seven points uh, two weeks ago was was not not super exciting for me. Uh, or losing those fourteen points, I should say. Uh, yeah, FFLs for me. Any of the Triple Crown series, I'm doing doing both because you know your guys have three chances mm-hmm. to to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's a guaranteed lock, uh, on the triple crown. The other races early on, I took Christian Craig and nailed it. Um, just because he was just on fire and I, at, at times he would be, you know, a half a second or a second ahead of the other guys in qualifying. And I'm like, you know, he's on that star bike and some of the longer straights. I was, I was trying to pay attention to what those were looking like. And then I would pick them. Um, Honestly, I'm not a big fan of the first to the finish line because it is there's a, so many good guys out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks ago, I picked Christian Craig. I told my wife, I said, you know, I'm going to take Craig if he qualifies a ha- half a second ahead of Hunter or, or whoever is going to get second in qualifying. I'm like, if he does that, then I'm I'm for sure taking him. And um, and it, and it was a long and it was a long start too to that finish line. It was m- almost a full lap. Um, but Craig, Craig actually qualified second, and uh, I still took him and kind of regret it. But <laughs> I still took him. I broke well, all here, my here, rules. Here's a, st- here's yeah. a stat I did. for I you. My rules. Yeah. So. Here's a stat for you. Maybe you don't regret it. On FFLs, you were plus 11 points. So had you not picked Ooh. FFLs, you would have lost the bike. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I have him plus stat. 25. I just uh, either. I mean, either way. Yeah. Your, your FFLs ended up. Uh, you know, winning that bike for you, that gave you enough cushion. So you really only need, if you pick it nine times, you know, and you get it right enough to come out positive over the season. Yeah. That can, that can make or break your, your deal as, as is evidence with Jordan here. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's definitely something to, to remember. Uh, we got Jordan Brooks on the line, the winner of the bike. Do you have a bike now? Uh, are you going to keep this? Uh, what's the plans for the new blue crew Four Fifty? Yeah, so I have a uh, 2019 KX250 uh, right now. I'm a small guy, so I'm I'm like Marvin size, 5'8", 150. So I've been riding the 250. Um, my wife's got a CRF150, which we just got her this year. So she upgraded from the little KLX110L we had for her. Um, so, you know, I might be jumping on this 450 and uh, and then giving my wife my, my KX250. To okay, on, yeah, so. nice, yeah. nice. Uh, have you ridden? Do you, have, do you ever ridden Grantsburg there in Wisconsin? 
No, I haven't ridden Grantsford, but Steve, I heard you talking to Dungy earlier this week and naming all the the D23 tracks. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I spent a lot of time up there, so uh, yeah, I've raced a lot of those tracks in there. So, and you're you live in Wisconsin now, but you're close to Minnesota? Yeah, I grew up in uh I grew up in Minnesota. I just moved across the river. I I mean, I'm basically in Minnesota. I'm just on the other side of the river there in Wisconsin. Okay. Um so, I, yeah, I work in Minnesota and travel to Minnesota all the time, every day. So, yep. Well, so yeah, that's where I'm riding. Nice, nice. Anything else for Jordan from the experts here? Oh, man, you, you did uh, good. Like Paul, like Paul said, being disciplined is tough. Um, you know, we've all played this game for a long time, and you, we've seen it every year. You don't need to win weekends, and, and most of the time the person who wins the week doesn't win a weekend. Um, you did good, man. Congrats. Perfect. Thank yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey, thanks for playing. Appreciate it. Thank you, of course, to uh, to Yamaha for um, uh, doing this giveaway. And uh, yeah. So, all right. Let's try to win another one, Jordan, for outdoors. You know. All right. Step yeah. Up. No problem, guys. I, I I appreciate you, Steve, for putting this together. And wow. this is uh, this, this is such a cool thing. You know, it, I, I want to say it gives you the opportunity to really take a look at some of these riders that are that are mid pack or or even deep yeah. in pack and. And uh, I think that's what makes it really exciting and, and makes each weekend even that much more fun to watch. So, Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I agree. It really, it's Dan and Paul's game. Uh, Jordan, that's that's what we really need to remember. It's really Dan and Paul. Thanks very much, man. Uh, thanks for playing. Good luck. Uh, and again, the bike will be coming. John from Yamaha will be in touch, and we'll, we'll work all that out. Thanks, Jordan. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate job, it. Jordan. Thanks. Good stuff from Jordan. Uh, looks like his uh, girlfriend's going to get that, uh, you know, the KX250, Paul, and he, he's going to step up to Blue Crew. Yeah, man, it's awesome to see. I mean, he was crazy consistent all year. Like, I'm pumped for him that he won a bike. Um, and, again, like you guys all have just heard in his interview, he wasn't very good weekly, but, man, so disciplined and so consistent over the season, and he's going to be riding on Blue Crew now. How many times, Paul, are we going to talk about the winners of either Idiots or the championship league, just being consistent, not st- not killing it every week. Before we learn to just be consistent and not try to kill it every week. How many, how many seasons in a row here are we going to learn this? Uh, probably infinity into the future because we're we just simply do not have the discipline. We just go for the low hanging fruit every time. We don't stick to a system and and we pay the consequences. Just get get eight in, and hopefully your guy doesn't hit the wall or his bike doesn't break. Get eight in. And that's the secret, everybody. All right, to this game. Uh, four yeah, fifth, like like yeah. his lowest score up until day, his lowest score until Daytona was Daytona at two thirty. Like he was still, right. he was consistent, but it, like his scores were still pretty decent. The key is get eight in, and and have him get double, and you'll be probably sitting pretty. So. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's well done. That's true. Uh, all right, four fifties from Salt Lake. I thought Jeremy Han was a great pick. Qualified well. Crashed in the heat, but ripped through from dead last almost in the heat to, like, 11th. So I was like, yeah, feeling pretty good uh, for Jeremy Hint. And uh, then uh, I don't know what happened in the main event. He just went – he just disappeared. I don't know if a bike broke or he crashed. Uh, he was 22nd uh, in the main event and dead last, 28 points. Uh, Malcolm was my all-star. That was easy, 26 points. I knew he was racing for third in the points. Uh, Benny Bloss was my other guy. Uh, yeah, Benny. Uh, Miss Denver, uh, 45% pick trend. Benny was going to crush it. He picked himself also. Uh, so everything was rolling for ben, for Benny Bloss. And then he hit the wall, and he was 20th. And then Kay Clayson, 
Also, uh, eight eight uh, handicap uh, looking good. Didn't make the main in Denver, so his handicap went up. And uh, you know, you knew he was going to be solid. He has been all year. And then his bike broke. So I had the twentieth, the twenty first, and the twenty second guys in the main event with only two of the three, uh, uh, only one, I should say, making double points. And that, folks, is how you go from second to third and have eight guys and suck in this race. Uh, Bryson Gardner, 52 points, 0.3% pick trend. Rod Bell, 46 points. Surratt, 42. Starling, 42. Politelli, 42. Justin Bogle is where everything went wrong for me. I had him last week. He was 10th uh, looking good and then uh, dropped way out and uh, had a bike issue. And the week before, JT had had Justin Bogle and things went south there. And then I thought I was getting the rebound in Denver and it didn't. And then JT went back to Justin Bogle despite me before the race saying, I cannot believe you're going back. I can't believe you're doing it. And he's in on Bogle and Bogle gets 12th place, 36 points. Justin Bogle swung this league, Marks, for you and I. Bullshit. <laughs> exactly. And for, and, and, and for the were you, bike, were you fair. trying to talk him out of Bogle when you were saying, like, I can't believe you're going to Bogle? Yes. Like, were you trying to do us a favor there? Oh, not on, not on purpose. Like, I really thought, JT, because Justin had had a tough few weeks, and I really thought Bogle was going to burn him again. Like, I... I if I let's say let's say I could pick same rider two weeks in a row, I would not have picked Bogle for Salt Lake. I just saw that thing heading south, and I was kind of like saying to my friend, my buddy Jason Thomas, my dear friend, I think this is a bad move. Like I think Bogle's going to burn you again, and he's like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I'm doing it. So I don't want to be a dick, but I wish he would have burned him. Great. <laughs> for my own selfish reasons, because then I could have won the league. Yeah, but yeah, you know, and. And Bogle uh, almost won it for the uh, for the girl in second place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three yeah. points, right? She, right. She, she had Bogle. The only one of the top five who had him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Justin Bogle swung this league for Jason Thomas. Ironic, after just two weeks ago, JT being very, very upset about Justin Bogle, uh, he gets him the win in the uh, industry uh, experts uh, pick here. So. Yeah, uh, honestly, uh, yeah. I mean, Jeremy Hand, Benny Bloss, and Kay Clayson were good picks. That was really good. I had a 13, and 8, and a 7 going into the main event, handicap-wise. I was looking very good, and it was the worst possible outcome. So, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Marks is like, mm-hmm. Uh, Travis, who did you have? You were marking my team, so you didn't go with Hand, though, I don't think. No, I did. I did win. Oh. I went with Hand, and I was... I'm a little nervous with the LCQ, but then he, he rode great in LCQ. And I think last time he rode 450 class, he got some pretty good points. So I was pretty pumped on that. Like, he's he's a great rider, obviously. Um, his profile picture on the site makes me laugh. I'm just never going to change it. <laughs> yes, leave that. Leave that on there. I'm never changing it. Um, the only other difference, like I had Bloss, Clayson, and Hands, but I don't need to reset. Oh, so you copied my you copied my team exactly. I I didn't. Yeah, we need to talk about this. Maybe maybe we get to see Travis's picks from right? here on out because he can see ours, but we can't see his. Right. That's kind of that's kind of not I there. I didn't do it on purpose. Um, but it's like that one guy. I remember last year, some guy was just copying JT's picks for the first three rounds. And yeah, but he was like it. he was like in uh, in war somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was. He was. Uh, he was overseas, right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yep. yeah. And he was. He was crushing it. I, I didn't do it on purpose, though. I promise. I just didn't really like some of the other picks, and I thought those were good. Like I thought those, like Cage should have probably gotten twelfth at least. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. No, th- th- um, this was a good team on paper. 
Solid team. Yeah. Yep. Marv, I had Marvin as my all-star. That was the only other difference. Um, I, he could have swung that to where you beat me because you had Malcolm Wright, so he could have yep. swung that for the season because he only got 21 points. So, you know, when he was wiggling around from fourth to sixth and back to fourth, like that that was making me a little nervous. Uh, and that's before I realized that JT was going to make it not matter anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, great, great stuff. I was negative five on FFLs for the season. Uh, Let me. Uh, I not, you should not. Great. You should add up my FFLs. <laughs> Actually, we need to. Do can we figure that out, Dan? Score on FFLs. Can somebody, Marks? Can we do that? Yeah, give, me a, give me a minute. Give okay. me a minute. Uh, and I'll so I want to read. I want to read that assholes. Jason Thomas's team. I want to read you that. Uh, this one that stole, stole his victory in the final round. Uh, Forkner. Moseman, Smith, Jordan Smith, and Shmoda. That's a safe team. Solid All he team. did was pick Shmoda instead of Enzo right there. Yep, you know? yep, true. And then Sexton is all-star. He had Carnell, 34, and he had Bogle, 36. And then he did have Cade. So, so he just didn't pick Benny, and he didn't pick uh, Enzo. I mean, yep. it was just it kind of swung that way, you know. Yeah, I mean? because even no hand DNF, he still got 28. Like, it, you know, like, you know, not bad. Uh but yeah, that's that's JT's team. Paul, what was yours? Well, I only had three guys in it. Was a big issue um, because yeah, I was trying to build a team that I thought could win the weekend and make some money. But uh, yeah, when you do that, sometimes you don't get them all in. Um, my all star was Malcolm Stewart, so he put up twenty six. That was all fine and dandy and wonderful. Um, Logan Carnow, I think he had missed the previous main. I believe I'm trying to go from memory, but um, yeah, at a thirteen handicap, looking at the field, I thought he would go straight in. Uh, and he did. Uh, he was 34 points, so that was also really, really good. Um, Cade Clayson was on my team from Wednesday, and he was just never coming off. Like, I mean, you can't you, you can't forecast for somebody's bike breaking, but Cade had incentive to score as many points as he could. Um, so I wanted him on my team, and that just backfired. But it did for 40% of the league as well. And then this is my. Uh, I, it might be embarrassing to say who I picked, but. It was also embarrassing how he rode, um, and that's uh, Seven Deuce Deuce. I picked him, and he simply did not try when the gate dropped. I, I That's what I saw, at least, and, yeah, ran out of time to qualify. It was never even really close. I was never going to go Bryson Gardner or Rod Bell or Surratt. They were way too risky. In hindsight, it, Starling he could have been on my team, and Paul Telly could have been on my team. Bogle was red on my screen. But, um, yeah, I swung. I wanted that 16 in the main event, and I thought maybe he could do it, but he didn't really try. Uh, Dan, who'd you have? I had Benny and Cade, uh, like you, <laughs> 45%, and obviously we know what happened there. I did go with Barsha as an all-star. I thought same reason you picked Malcolm. I knew he was battling for that third in the championship. So I thought that he would be top six with only six factory guys there. So that was pretty easy for me to get 26 there. Uh, and then I did go Starling. The same reasons Cade was battling. They were all battling for that top 20 in points. So I knew Starling was was going to be good, and uh, he was fast in practice. So 42 yep. points out of him. I mean, I couldn't pick Bogle. And over Benny and Cade, I just wasn't going to – I didn't think these guys had more value than – like Surratt or Paul Telly, I just didn't. I thought Benny and Cade would beat them. Nobody, uh, ha- nobody had Troll Train. It's surprising because he. We all had him the week before. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I had uh, him the week before. Uh, so. And I had, I had FFL wrong. Uh, I did not have Justin Bogle. I had Chase Sexton. Speaking of FFL, <laughs> Marks, what is Dan Truman's FFL uh, point total on the year? I'm ready for this. 
Well, do you guys have a guess? Like, okay, guess. yeah, uh, uh, I will How go. How many can you lose per weekend? 14? 14 I, times. Uh, yeah. I would yeah. say Dan is negative 50. No, okay. way more than that. you kidding me? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I don't, I don't uh, Paul? Um, I want to get 17 rounds. You can lose 14. I'll go 100 and <laughs> – I'll go 100. Because I don't think he picked every round. So that's why I was – I think there was a couple weeks where I remember Dan saying I didn't, I didn't pick. So um, I'm going to go 204. Okay. <laughs> Mark? No. Eight, negative 86. Oh, okay. All right. Negative 86. Not too bad. Uh, Not as bad as I thought. Three rounds where he didn't pick. Uh, I, must, I must have forgot. <laughs> but when you think about how little – how many po- – you know, how little – few points there is between positions right 86 has got to be hey 86 wins me a lot of money yeah yeah a lot of money right, right. Well, I lo- yeah i lost a thousand dollar bet to a guy so that would have you know that's a two thousand dollar swing essentially right yeah <laughs> so. yeah no i can imagine uh abs- and it's not even like 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 getting one right and one wrong it's not a difference of like seven or fifteen like a swing from guessing it and getting it right and wrong is 22 points so yeah. i mean even if a couple of those swap where he gets him right instead at 22 points each he could have gained himself you know 44 points just getting two more right you yeah know, it makes a big difference yeah so. yeah yep. um yeah 86 points dan jesus that's a bit uh, <laughs> um i only lost to this guy by like 20 yeah uh all right uh marks thanks for jumping on appreciate it and if yeah. you, do you have another comment about what happened at the end of this season no, I, I'm. Hey, I'm by the way, Mark Bogle is in California, and he looks good at Paula today. <laughs> no, nope, not happening. Not happening. I he's more not. of an outdoor guy. Remember, he he's the last Suzuki uh-huh. winner. Oh boy, I'm oh not boy. On that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Marks. All right, thanks for having me, guys. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, that's Travis Marks. Uh, so that's a. Uh, that's a wrap here on the Pulpamex Fantasy Podcast for the Supercross season. We will be joining, jumping in the week of Paula to discuss the handicaps. The handicap committee's got to get together and, uh, and figure that out. We will be in contact for season-ending prizes, and uh, as well as the last, we just, what, the last three? Yeah, Foxborough, Denver, and Salt Lake. We're doing those for the weekly prizes, so those will be uh, in touch as well uh, uh, shortly. Um, and that's, that's a quick. wrap. Okay. Real quick, if, yep. if you think you won a prize and you didn't get it, please email us because we might have the wrong email on file. Uh, there's a lot of mismatch addresses. Please update your account with your current address. Um, we can only chase, try to chase you down so many times to send you, you know, your prize. Yeah. So uh, we we have probably check 10 or 15 folder. people. Yeah, yep, check spam folder too. Absolutely. Yeah. We uh, probably have 10 or 15 people with some good prizes that haven't claimed them because they just, they you know, they haven't answered us back with the correct address. So Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, Paula is. Uh, it's a new season. It's a new way. New way to win a bike. New, you know, put everything behind you. All the frustrations of Pulp Mex Fantasy Supercross, and we got another Yamaha's up for up for grabs for for outdoors. Outdoors are hard. Outdoors make me angry too. So, can we? We'll do it on the preview pod. But I, I'm going to win outdoors. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I just hope to win May. Right now, I'm working on the May championship, but I'm I'm fifth. So. Oh, we're going like Supercross Outdoors just carrying over? Yeah. Yeah, May. So. Oh, okay. You're just going to take my 108 points or whatever I got at Salt Lake City and start this, huh? Yeah, it's the month of May. So Salt Lake is, is round oh, okay. one of the month of May <laughs> title. So, uh, Dan, Dan, I have PayPal'd you for April. So we are square on that. 
Oh, perfect. I need a big May then, apparently. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, Dan, you got a trophy coming from Big Al, uh, so good, good luck on that. Uh, um, yeah, perfect. Trophy of donuts or something. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, all right. Uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy, Paul Parabinos, Dan Truman. Uh, thanks, boys, and we will talk the week of Paula and getting ready for outdoors. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. See ya.